got a glass of whiskey and I am ready to go. You know, my, one of my biggest topics that I like to talk about is uh, people. And I, it just seems to be this thing that it's the thing that pisses me off the most people. And um, which it comes to me as a surprise, like even, you know, to like other people that I chose to become a uh, healthcare guy and help people. And it's even more surprising that I'm actually good at what I do. And I've received like awards and praises from a company that I used to work for. <clears throat> and I'm even able to, you know, show compassion in my field. Because the truth is, the majority of the people that are walking this earth just irritate the living shit out of me. So now that that's out of the way, um, I, I gotta tell you this story. Um, it seems to go back to a hospital. I talk about hospitals, and that's one of my favorite things. Hospitals and people. And then you combine them, it's just, wow. That's a, that's a good story waiting to happen. It's full of rage, but it's a good story. Uh, I went to the hospital once, you know, because I was having these <clears throat> chest pains. And I'm, I'm very, like, skeptical when it comes to hospitals. And I live in Canada where you get, you know, free health care. But I've noticed that, you know, free health care, you kind of get what you pay for. And what do I mean by that? Well, I know this guy who, like, you know, he had this relative, went to a head, like, she went to the hospital there with a terrible headache. And she told the doctor, like, you know, she's not prone to headaches or anything. But the, the doctor just said, take two Tylenol and send her home. In my city, that's the cure for fucking everything. Take two Tylenol, go home. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm glad I waited seven and a half hours for that. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. After, after two days, this person who was, like, you know, in her 20s... Um, she was dead because she actually, the take two Tylenol and go home, that, you know, that diagnosis or, or that prescription, that doesn't work on a uh, <clears throat> on an aneurysm. And, and had the doctor taken into consideration that, you know, she wasn't prone to headaches and then even the severity of the headache and, like, ran some tests, you know, they they would have known she had an aneurysm, and I think odds are she'd still be alive right now. So the biggest thing was, was testing when they don't need to and not testing when they should. I'll get more on that later. But free health care. You fucking get what you pay for. So I had these chest pains, right? And I've had, like, the same pains before, and they don't fucking concern me. When I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I could take a little pain. Other people, however, lose their shit, okay? They just go crazy with worry, and they insist on me getting looked at by a doctor. So the last time that I went, <clears throat> I said that, well, not the last time, but the last time before the last time before that story happened. Okay, one time when I went, <laughs> okay? <sighs> shit, that was... That was probably more confusing for me than it was for you. But when I went, I said that one of my symptoms was a headache. I didn't say, like, you know, I, got, I had a mild fucking headache. I didn't, my head's hurting. It was my chest hurting. I got a headache to go with it kind of thing. Probably because I'm in the hospital. And the doctor almost had a fucking stroke, okay? And he was saying, 
I had an aneurysm and an 80% chance of dying. And, you know, it's a good thing that doctors run tests before jumping to such conclusions. You know, 80%, that's kind of a fucking specific number. You know, and I'm pretty sure you're going to die. No, fucking 80%. I got a fucking death calculator in my pocket here, and that's what it says. 80%. Fuck you. Okay, uh... He was, he was convinced that I had an aneurysm. And to my surprise, I didn't receive any Tylenol, let alone two, and go home. <sighs> Son of a bitch. He gave me a spinal tap, and it was an unnecessary one, considering that I had fucking chest pains. And let me tell you something. A spinal tap does not feel good. Okay, I have a high pain tolerance. A high one. A high one. I got such a high pain tolerance, I survived a fucking circumcision at the age of 21. Challenge it. Oh, wait. Okay. It was painful. But the spinal tap was even worse. And, you know, I would have rathered the doctor just... Just rip my fucking dick off. I would have rathered that. Like, with his bare hands, just... Would have been less pain. And... After the spinal tap and, uh, you know, it proving that I didn't have an aneurysm, I got no answers as to what was wrong with me. None. I knew that now, instead of having chest pains and a numb left arm, I had an even worse headache, and I couldn't fucking stand up to take a piss for a week. What a complete fucking idiot. I had to do these, like, stretches and shit when I woke up because my back was that fucked up. Like, spinal taps are bullshit. But, you know, idiots are idiots. And then the time after that, I was hounded to get checked. And, you know, agreed so everyone would shut the hell up. And I went, and the nurse that I got was just fucking excellent. I'm not going to lie. I explained what happened the last time, and she looked at me, and, you know... It, it, she, the way she was looking at me, it was like I had a fucking baby growing out of my forehead. I told her, you know, I thought it was heart problems. And I'm not a doctor, but all my common sense symptoms had point right to heart. And uh, she thought it was too. You know, we had so much in common. It was crazy. And after filling out the paperwork, I went back to her desk and then she took blood. Like, right from fucking behind her desk at the little computer thing. I was expecting a vampire to, you know, at least come and do that. That's what you, vampires usually do. But she just did it and just did it whenever the fuck it was. And she gave a great needle and then sent me into another room where, you know, I was hooked up to this, like, heart monitor. And Well, I knew I was going to be okay because it didn't blow up. So it was, it was so far so good. And then I talked to the cardiologist who also questioned why I got a spinal tap. This doctor had not a very... Big fan club, let me tell you. And she thought he was an idiot, too. And, you know, turned out I was okay. So I was sent back to the waiting room. And uh, there was a time in my life where I hated nurses in the ER. Like, I fucking hated them. And I thought that they were complete assholes. But all that changed. When one time my buddy went camping for an entire weekend and decided that he was only going to drink beer. I can see his argument, but, you know, even I know that you need a little bit of water. So I took him to the hospital, and I rolled his dehydrated ass in on a wheelchair. And I was there with him, I think it was about 11 hours. 
Now, now spending two hours in the ER is a long time, but spending 11 is just fucking... That's a breaking point, okay? It's fucking ridiculous. And I saw firsthand, firsthand, I saw, without being sick, with I was in good health, I saw firsthand what these nurses had to deal with, and I no longer thought they were assholes, but, you know, rather the most patient fucking people on the planet. The first thing that happened to change my views on nurses was this man came in with complaints of a headache, okay? The nurse, the nurse, excuse me, the nurse asked him how long it was going on, and I swear to you, he replied, oh, a couple hours now. <laughs> the strength, the strength that that nurse showed was remarkable. The fact that she didn't choke the idiot to death is beyond self-control. Now, if I were a nurse, I would have lost my shit. A couple of hours? You've only had a headache for a couple of hours and you decide to come to emergency. I will fucking stab you, okay? Take some Advil, go to fucking work. I don't give a shit about your headache. Yeah, I don't care if you have a number. Get the fuck out. Maybe that's why I didn't become a nurse. Now, the man, who wasn't much of a man, but more of a pussy asshole whiner who couldn't even fucking handle a headache, and I don't even care if it's a migraine. Fuck you, all you excedrin people. He sat in the waiting room, and he waited to see why his noggin was sore. Now, I'm sure this guy was, you know, just an asshole, but I mean, if he did have an aneurysm, and I'd have known what I knew, you know, before... <laughs> I would have said he was fucked. I, I think so. But anyway, not long after, there was these two girls that came in, right? And the one girl saw the nurse and sat in the waiting room after that. It was fine, you know? I wasn't aggravated, but then she started talking, okay? And there's two of them, like I said. And the one girl said that she thought she was pregnant. And I thought, well, not likely, now, I don't mean to judge, which I hadn't, at least not at this point. But this girl was like the poster girl for fucking birth control. Like, sadly ugly. Terribly ugly. Yeah, she was so ugly, I felt like I owed her money. I can find beauty in almost anyone. Which I'm sure I would have, but, you know, she kept talking. And her friend, who was equally fucking annoying, she went to the vending machine to buy combos, you know, those pretzel cheese things. And I didn't see her get them. But I knew she did because I heard crunching and snarling and I looked up expecting to be face to face with a rhino just ready to fucking gore me. And I wanted to scream at her. I wanted to say, just shut the fuck up! Close your damn mouth, you fucking cut cherry pie eating, diarrhea, suffering, smelly fucking disgrace. Shut the fuck up! But you know, of course I can't. I'm in a hospital and that's, that's not very socially accessible. Plus, that was my buddy's ride home. If I got kicked out, he would have... He would have been pissed. It would have been funny later, but he would have been pissed in the moment, let me tell you. So I sat there, and I continued to, like, you know, fucking twitch a while as their conversation went on. And the, the girl who thought she was pregnant said that her file must have been, like, this big, you know, showing her, you know, doing that shit with your fingers, like, showing her friend, like, the space between her thumb and her index finger. And it was, it was like, fucking nine inches long, okay? And my first thought was, like, why the fuck is there so much space between your thumb and your index finger? That's creepy on a whole new level, bitch. My second thought was, what a hypochondriac, man. Her file is so big because her brain tells her that she has problems and she has nothing better to do than come to the hospital. 
Her friend like laughed like <laughs> and either she was a fucking tart herself or the hypochondriac is a superhero with evil tendencies and maybe even anger issues and she didn't want to enrage her and turn her into a butt ugly incredible hulk. Who knows? But either way, the fact that she laughed about it was just fucking stupid. Like there's humoring people and then there's being fucking ridiculous, okay? Her friend was kind of like a heavy son of a bitch, too. I mean, like, being a heavy son of a bitch myself, I know it's very comical to see a fat person laugh. And I didn't laugh. You know, because I was too busy twitching and trying to avert my thoughts from grabbing a fucking weed whacker and eliminating everybody in the goddamn hospital. Her friend looked like a person that was drawn by a second grader. I swear to God. Her arms and legs were attached to this, like, round body with a fucking face on it. And I tried to see her ankles, but they're, they simply weren't there, man. And the girl said that this would be her second child. I started, I started to think about how strong the liquor was that made these guys who knocked her up think that she was decent enough looking to sleep with. I was like, holy fuck. For a minute, I considered asking her. Excuse me, where could I purchase some of this miracle liquid that'll get me, you know, nice and fuzzy and, and uh, you know, help me keep me raging from the rest of the time that I wait here in this fucking hospital? Uh, Jesus. Then another girl came in. One that I was in the fucking loony bin with. Oh, this is good. I don't care if she recognizes me. Mentally ill people seem to have this confidence jelly called, Hey, it's guy, how's it going? Good. All right, bye. You know, it's like, I know you, but I'm not going to acknowledge where I know you from because we were in the crazy bin together. Yeah. All right. You know, it's like this big fucking secret. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, she was in the loony bin with me several times, and she came in, and she'd hit her finger on a desk, and she wanted to make sure that wasn't broken. I'm going to repeat that because I need everybody to realize just how fucking stupid that is. She came into the hospital because she hit her finger on a desk and wanted to make sure it wasn't broken. Holy shit, go the fuck home. Okay, really? Can you move it? Is it swollen? Does it feel hot? No, she didn't even say that she was in any pain. You know, I mean, analyze the fucking situation before you decide to waste the hospital staff's time. Uh, honestly, I felt like breaking her finger. I really did. And I know that sounds cruel and insensitive, but it would have given her a fucking reason to be there. This is what's wrong with free health care. It gives anyone and everyone the opportunity to come down to the hospital. I want to introduce selected fucking health care. If you come down because you thought... It'd be a good idea that I hit my finger on a desk and I want to make sure it's not broken. Well, then you're fucking paying for every goddamn thing we're doing and we're going to send you a bill. Okay, and maybe if we started doing that, people would only go down if they need to. Selective fucking healthcare. I was unbelievably irritated at that point. And I was about to just go fucking absolutely nuts. And then... the this woman, probably in her, I don't know, early 30s, came in with a screaming baby. With a screaming baby. And the nurse saw her right away. And from what I know, 
you know, listening in and shit. The baby had a high fever, you know, and she was sent back, you know, to the doctor there, and it was ahead of everybody else. Now, to my surprise, I was the only one in the waiting room, only one, that didn't see anything wrong with this. Mr. Pussy Headache Asshole Prick Breath gets up, and he goes over to the nurse, okay? Apparently, the nurse had to explain why a baby, a fucking baby with a fever, a fucking baby with a fucking fever went ahead of him. He didn't realize that it was a fucking baby with a fever. Buddy, you've lived long enough. You're over 10 minutes old. This baby needs a fucking doctor, all right? Holy shit. Oh, he said, oh, I was in line. I took a number. I've been here longer than that fucking baby, and I'm tired of waiting. I first come, first serve. Well, then go back to fucking Germany or whatever it is he came from. He was also complaining, complaining. Oh, this doesn't have any coffee. This isn't a fucking hotel. It's a hospital. They got like a vending machine. You don't like it? Go back to Russia or wherever the fuck you came from. Seriously. In my country, why well, didn't you go back to your country, you fucking idiot? What the fuck you doing here? Go to your own hospital. Not that being sensitive or bad Canadian, but fuck off. If you're complaining about coffee. I don't want to hear you complain about coffee. I don't want to be in the fucking hospital in the first place. People are sick. They don't need your shit. All right, get the fuck out. Go back to Germany or Russia or whatever we decided he's from. Anyways, he said he was in line, first come, first serve. But this idiot didn't seem to notice that his headache wasn't there when he was screaming at the nurse about the baby. You're faking it. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. If you could yell at a nurse without a headache, you're fine. Go home. Get the fuck out of the hospital. <sighs> I kept thinking, like, I wonder what that guy's head would look like on a stick. What a fucking asshole, you know? He had absolutely no logic at all. If he did, he would have realized that a screaming baby with a fucking fever wouldn't have been good for this headache that he supposedly had. <sighs> fucking people. So after 11 hours of this shit, my buddy comes out and said he was dehydrated. And I was like, no fucking duh. They gave him an IV and he was able to walk out. But, you know, he still felt like a pillowcase full of soggy testicles. And he, he thanks me for waiting. And he asked how it was in the waiting room. And rather than just replying by booting him in the fucking balls, I just said, I, I didn't really notice how long I was there, you know. Time flies when you're, you know, fucking blinded with the rage. 